You ready? Showtime. On May 3rd, summer starts with the fall guy. Let's do it later. Let's drink a spicy margarita. Make some bad decisions. Yes! Audiences are falling in love with the most entertaining film of the year. Fall guy. Fall guy. Fall guy. That's what the poster said. See Ryan Gosling and Emily Blunt in the movie critics say exists to make you happy. Trying to make it out? Because nope. I don't either. It's not what I'm into right now. What are you into? Talking. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> the Fall Guy. Only in theaters May 3rd. Read it PG-13. I'm Alex Rodriguez, and I'm Jason Kelly from Bloomberg. This is the deal. Each week, you'll hear us in conversation with business icons. This show will explore deal-making across sports, media, and entertainment. That is a harsh lesson in business. Sports is and not and, as uh, simple you know, as bringing a bunch of big names together. I didn't want to do another stomp you out speech. It opened so, up so many yeah, more doors. The show is called The, the deal. deal. Listen to The Deal. Listen to The Deal on Spotify. Hello, it is Ryan, and I was on a flight the other day playing one of my favorite social spin slot games on ChumbaCasino.com. I looked over at the person sitting next to me, and you know what they were doing? They were also playing Chumba Casino. Coincidence? I think not. Everybody's loving having fun with it. Chumba Casino is home to hundreds of casino-style games that you can play for free anytime, anywhere, even at 30,000 feet. So sign up now at ChumbaCasino.com to claim your free welcome bonus. That's ChumbaCasino.com and live the Chumba life. No purchase necessary. BTW. Void. We're prohibited by law. See terms and conditions. 18 plus. This is Late Tea Time, the golf betting podcast that finds the best betting value closer to the first shot being struck than anyone else. Always gamble responsibly. Visit BeGambleAware.org for more information. Welcome along for one final time of this US Open 2022 is James, a friendless James potentially, and Dave Tyndall joining you to look at the head of the final round trophy day at the US Open. And DT, the top end of the leaderboard, it's very, very tight. There's a lot of big names up there. This is quite an exciting final day, isn't it? Oh, yeah. I mean, what a day yesterday. That was one of the most enjoyable days of golf watching I've had in a long time. Just all the twists and turns. It seemed for a while that Morikawa, more on him in a bit, uh, would pull away. Then Scheffler, so oh, he's the man, isn't he? He's the man. Why didn't I just back him? And he had the terrible run. And then Zalatoris, who was just sort of stalking the lead, then came through and he thought, oh, he's going to finish the day in front. And then Ram overtook him. And then Ram messes up on the final hole. Rory sort of hangs in there. You know he's not playing well, but he hangs in there. Then Keegan Bradley, the local guy, got all that, uh, you know, crowd adulation and he was moving up the board. So, yeah, a bit of everything yesterday. It was brilliant. Yeah, Keegan Bradley was uh, milking the Massachusetts crowd, wasn't he, yesterday? Just the top end of the leaderboard, then ahead of uh, the final round. It's uh, Will Zalatoris and Matt Fitzpatrick that will be in that final group, four under par, those two. Both of those were in contention in the last major as well. John Rahm is three under. you got Keegan Bradley, Adam Hadwin, Scotty Scheffler, and uh, are in there at two under. And then uh, on one under par, Sam Burns, Rory McIlroy, and Joel Darman. So there's only nine players under par um, at Brookline this week. Um, you mentioned Colin Murakawa. Um, I'm just hoping he gets into that uh, top nine and salvages our friendship. I, I hope he realises what's on the line for him over the next uh, 24 hours. But at uh, the top end of the uh, market, surprisingly to me, I'm in a bit more of this in a second, Matthew Fitzpatrick 
Um, is around about three to one to win. He's the favourite. John Rahm, second in the market at four to one. You've got Will Zalatoris in their best price of nine to two. Scotty Scheffler, that eagle yesterday, the chip in was fantastic. 13 to two best price. Rory is in their best price of 11 to one. And Keegan Bradley, 16. Sam Burns, best price of 18 to one. But Matthew Fitzpatrick, obviously Englishman, we're all rooting for him. He did really well in the last major and then just fell away and was gutted with himself, wasn't it? We, we talked about that after that major. But to be favourite having never won a major seems a little bit odd to me. Yeah, I guess this time, last time at the PGA at Southern Hills, he'd, he'd never been in that position before. So I think it does massively help that he's had that dry run to to know what it's all about. He, he didn't play how he wanted to last time, but this time, you know, he'll know much more for having gone through that. But then you could say the same about Zalatoris. He's had a couple of, you know, experiences on the final day, finished runner-up twice. So he's he's got that under his belt one of the strongest trends, I think, someone who's played well in a in a recent or actual previous major, uh, the one before, and those two absolutely fit the bill. <laughs> and then you've that's before you've even got to Rahm and yeah. and Scheffler and McElroy, and then the Sam Burns lurking around. Oh I mean, dear me! It, it, is Rory a play today? I mean, we'll come on to your picks uh, in a, in a second, but. In the last uh, few few tournaments, uh, last week indeed at the Canadian, and obviously in the last major, he rallied in the round for the final round and put in a stonking under par performance to get to rocket up the leaderboard, didn't he? He's got that in him, hasn't he? I don't think um, you can sort of go low in on this course on on Sunday. I think it's just a case of hanging on with everything you've got. So yeah, what did Rory shoot in the last day of the Masters? Was it sixty four? That's not happening. <clears throat> Excuse me, that's not happening today. Mm. So I mean, he was he was out of sorts yesterday. I mean, how do you how do you pick a winner? It's it's like you could you could argue me a case for about seven or eight, and I go, yeah, seems about right. Well, they, they keep <laughs> saying on the TV coverage that you don't win the U.S. Open; you people lose it. And yeah. we, we've seen that in the first three rounds, haven't we? People have got themselves, as you said, it into kind of good positions, up to five under, six under, whatever, and then found a way to drop the shots and head back into the pack again. Nobody's really seized it, have they? No, when you when you see guys like Morikawa and, and Scheffler just crumbling, I mean, Scheffler got it back, but just falling apart for a stretch of holes. It, two of the most reliable major performers you can think of, and they're doing it. What, what chance to rest? And I suppose, ultimately, you've got to look at uh, history. And so I was looking at where does the winner normally come from in a US Open? Well, in... Three, four, five, six. In seven of the last eight, the winner had started the final round in first or second place. So seven of the last eight—that's quite, you know, that, that's quite a lot of um, that's, that's quite a lot of chunky statistics there, isn't it? Ram Ram didn't know, which doesn't help us. He was he was six going into the final day, although he was six but only three back. Yeah, I'm, I'm going to be very surprised if you, you're going to find someone coming from I don't know even par or something like that, but. If we're, if we're going to go with seven of the last eight, that at least helps us whittle it down to Morik to um, not Morikawa, certainly not Morikawa. That helps helps us whittle it down to Zalatoris or Fitzpatrick. Now, I think I'd say the same for you. The 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 heart wants Fitzpatrick to win. It's a brilliant story that he wins where he won the US Amateur. But I think the head says Zalatoris. If you if you watched it yesterday. I, if you had to pick the player who was most in control, it was Zalatoris. He just looked, you know, if he if he did it a bad shot, the next one would be immediately to get it back. 
And I think that the big thing I noticed as well was his, was his putting stroke. That had been the thing, wasn't it? It's he used to come back on this sort of wonky arc. He had one right at the last, and it just came back and he hit it. And it, it suddenly, he makes a mockery of his of his season long putting position. He, he, he ranks um, he ranked first in strokes game putting in round three, and he's sixth overall for the event. So that potential weakness in him, it, it's a strength now. Yeah. The combination of history and, and head, says Zalatoris, and the price as well. I mean, even if you've had them absolutely level on, on everything, Zalatoris and Fitzpatrick, you'd pick the bigger price, obviously, wouldn't you? So Zalatoris at, at nine to two, if I was playing the win market now. This is Late Tea Time, the golf betting podcast. I'm Alex Rodriguez. And I'm Jason Kelly. From Bloomberg, this is The Deal. Each week, you're here in conversation with business icons. This show will explore deal-making across sports, media, and entertainment. That is a harsh lesson in business. Sports is and not uh, as simple you know, as bringing a bunch of big names together. I didn't want to do another stomp you out speech. It opened so, up so many you know, more doors. The show is called The, the deal. deal. Listen to The Deal. Listen to The Deal on Spotify. Just a quick mention, by the way. Do you remember way back in the midst of time we put up Gary Woodland? Yes. Eighties or hundreds. He's not dead yet. I thought that better. That's that's gone. I mean, he's tied eleventh. Nature of this tournament, isn't it? The people mm. that seem to have gone to like two or three over that you start to think, well, he's going to be miles behind. They've put in a sixty-eight or something the next round. The others have yeah. come back towards them, and then they're not out yeah. of the equation. Will Zalatoris, I don't know if you saw his interview at the uh, the Sky Cart with Henny after the uh, his round, he um, was saying that's probably the best he's ever played. He felt he came off absolutely yeah. oozing confidence because, as you say, every time he played good shots and every time he played a bad shot, he'd righted the wrongs and got straight back on the cut on the horse. So he, yeah. he comes into that final. Around knowing that his game's in good order, doesn't he? I mean, it's it's hard, isn't it? You could almost say just just watch the golf and enjoy it. But we are a betting podcast, so I would say Zalatoris would be the pick. So uh, Will Zalatoris would be the uh, the pick there, and you can get him. I mean, he's third in the market, and he's actually leading the thing. Um, he's nine to two with Skybet um, to to win the US Open. Um, that's our punt then. Watch the golf and enjoy it. <laughs> that's the yes, that's, that's always the case underneath it. Underneath the um kind of taglines of gamble responsibly. Watch the golf and enjoy it. That's what it's all about, yeah. isn't it? And um, in terms of anything else, then I mean you usually put together something for me um on the final round that isn't necessarily winner related or trophy related. How are we gonna play the last 18 holes? Yeah, so this is the chance to have a real pop at Colin Morikawa after he ruined our bet yesterday. So basically we had a four-timer. The first one, the amateur Vic. He takes down Callum Tarran by two, even though Vic had a nine on, on the par five, so he, he beat him by two. Um, Adam Hadwin beat Dafu by eight, absolutely mullered him there. Then Scheffler beat Nesmith by three, I think. So the first three legs of that match bet win by a combined 13 strokes. Morikawa's only got to shoot 73, I think, to, to win his, and he absolutely collapses. Your 17, mate, disgraceful. 77 for Colin Morikawa yesterday. I mean, we talked we talked about him a bit yesterday. Obviously, we were eulogising about the fella, but 77 yesterday. All of those, well, that scrambling around the edges of the greens and the approach shots and things that we said that weren't quite right, but he was playing well enough to, to win it. It just didn't go well for him yesterday, did it? Yeah, when the wheels come off on that course, they can come off properly, can't they? Yeah, whether whether that thing where he, he normally hits a fade and he was having to hit a, a draw, it was a draw that was sort of coming out of him, 
whether that spooks him a little bit, but just didn't make sense, did it? A guy with such a strong temperament, such a reliable game, he was all over the place. Unfollow him. He's tied 17th. He can get himself back into that top nine and uh, get me an each-way place, Colin. Can, no, but yeah. just, just beware, Colin. Yeah, friendship's on in this. Friendship's on this. You've got to, got to rally today. It's too late for that four-timer yesterday. Dear me. <laughs> yeah. How are we going to play so today, then? Let's do a... I've got a treble, and it pays. At the time of recording this on Odds Checker, we haven't got the comparisons with other bookies, so you might find this at a bigger price than what I've got here. I've got 8.75 to one this treble. So I'm, I'm starting a little bit further down with um, Jordan Spieth to beat Patrick Cantley. Do you remember at the start of the week, just after we'd recorded, it was revealed Spieth had a stomach upset and there was even doubts whether whether he would play. Well, I th- was he three over after th- three holes? He was He was certainly, you know, it certainly looked like, oh, this isn't going to be his week. Well, what is he now, two over? So he's basically, from that horrible start, he's one under for the tournament. So that's uh, that's impressive going. He's sort of, he's, I think it's become like a, a bit of a badge of honour now to just to sort of hang in there and, and maybe just get a top 20. Um, he's 25th now. I mean, you could argue, why does he need a top 20? I think it's just sort of pride, isn't it, that, that he's, he's battled through this and he's sort of really gutsed it out. Um, maybe a bad phrase, given if he had a bad stomach. But I, I'd always fancy him again. Cantley did quite well yesterday. He, he birded three of the last five or six holes to sugarcoat his score a little bit but in a major I'd always back Spieth to beat Cantley in any circumstances so I just think Spieth has hung in there well and he's 10 to 11 to win that match bet uh, that one goes off they're a little bit earlier aren't they today they're an hour yeah earlier our time so it won't be quite as late finish this is late tea time the last word in golf betting with James Butler and Dave Tindall when we did the tournament preview, I said the timings were a bit more civilised for us, but I hadn't realised it was going to go on until nearly one o'clock in the morning. Yeah, I know. Um, so they've left a bit of a gap, haven't they, for a, a playoff, which be, it's a two-hole playoff now in the US Open. It used to be 18, but it's now two holes. But it's a, it's a struggle. If, if they, say, three or four finish tied, they might struggle to get it done. Some of the quotes last night, from the players and journalists that I was reading, we can't tell watching on the telly, but Ram said, you, you know that bunker shot he like whacked into the lip? He said he didn't, because it was dark, he couldn't quite see how far down his ball was. Oh, wow. Because TV cameras do really light yeah, the place yeah. up, don't they? They, they, they got the balance cricket, yeah. right. And they, yeah. yeah, I know that with cricket, sometimes you, you look at the TV screen, I've been at the ground and you can hardly see the middle from yeah. the press box, but actually on the TV screen, it looks fine. So quite a few of them talked about how they finished, you know, really in dark conditions. So I hope they get it done. Um, so the Spieth game, that starts at 17.20. So make sure you get your bets from by then. Yeah. yeah, our time. Then I'm also going to go for our, our new friend, Gary Woodland. It could be our real big friend if he run into a place. He takes on Denny McCarthy. McCarthy shot one of the best rounds yesterday, which is good, but you know, Woodland is a major winner, won this tournament a little while ago. Woodland shot one of the best rounds of the day as well yesterday. Really, really fantastic driving Gary Woodland yesterday. So I, I, I'd expect Woodland to take care of him and he's a decent enough price. That's another, I think that's another 10 to 11 each of two type of thing. So, so the one where it's going to bump up the price a little bit is, sorry, Rory McIlroy, I'm going to back Sam Burns to beat you. Um, Sam Burns is seven to five. I think that's a bit of a 
it's given Rory a bit too much, you know, a nod to his reputation because Rory was just hanging on there yesterday. Uh, and although Rory's been in great form just recently, Sam Burns has been in tremendous form as well. He has, it? yeah. Sam Burns is like a three-time winner. I mean, this, this, he's won loads of tournaments recent times, played really well in Canada last week. And he's someone, I think, the, the doubt over him was he'd done nothing yet in a major. Well, he was 20th at Southern Hills. I just think that was like a bit of a foothold. That was a kind of, yeah. right, I've got one and, you know, something under my belt. Now I can kick on. I think this is the one way he's doing it. I mean, he, he could still win, but... I think Sam Burns yesterday shot uh, he shot one over to Rory's three over. I just think Burns is a little bit of value because Burns, whereas Rory can be hit and miss on final rounds, sometimes he's just not got it. Other times he can you know play well like he did in Canada, but but Burns just seems to always play well in final rounds at the minute. So I thought Burns is just a bit of value to take down Rory at seven to five. So they've, um, they've spoken a lot about Rory's patience this week. That he kind of seems a bit of a more mature golfer, but in the final round when he's behind, as I said, you know he's, he's sixty four in the in the Masters, etc. But if he tries to do that on that course, it could go horribly wrong for him, couldn't it? If he if he tries to get birdies and eagles and and really put on a, a stonking show on the final round, it, it, the wheels could come off for Rory, couldn't they? Yeah, I mean he's, he's only three back, but if he slips another one back, then he's going to go into chase mode, and then. Mm. I don't know. I just think he's had a lot on his plate. He, he had, you know, he, he was up there in Canada. He's been having to be like the spokesman for the PGA Tour, hasn't he, with all the live stuff going on. So that's sort of on him as well. And then he's been under the gun here as well. So he's had a lot on his plate. I just think maybe this is where, you know, that kind of mental, not exhaustion, but just that mental sort of hit that he's having to take at the minute might just catch up with him. And he's putting a little, so much pressure on his putting that rest of his game isn't quite there is it so it's just, said, a, that, just that was what was the um, sorry that was the problem yesterday wasn't it he started missing some of the puts that he was sinking in yeah. the first two rounds didn't he hello it is ryan and i was on a flight the other day playing one of my favorite social spin slot games on chumbacasino.com i looked over the person sitting next to me and you know what they were doing they were also playing chumba casino coincidence i think not everybody's loving having fun with it chumba casino is home to hundreds of casino style games that you can play for free anytime anywhere even at 30,000 feet. So sign up now at chumbacasino.com to claim your free welcome bonus. That's chumbacasino.com and live the chumba life. No purchase necessary. VTW. Void were prohibited by law. See terms and conditions 18 plus. I mean, what you said about Sam Burns as well in terms of getting a foothold and then kicking on, that's exactly where Zalatoris and Fitzpatrick are further yeah. up the leaderboard, isn't it? They've got footholds in previous majors. Now it's their chance to kick on and actually get their hands on the uh, on the silverware, isn't it? And uh, I, I, I hope that one of those two wins, actually, because they deserve because they've been queuing up. Zalatoris probably has done more of a uh, an apprenticeship in that role than uh, yeah. Patrick in many ways, hasn't he? So uh, a major surely just around the corner for one of them, and it could be today, couldn't it? I think so. If if you go with the idea of a non-major winner as well, um, Keegan Bradley has won a major, so has Scheffler, McElroy. If, if we just talked about him. Sam Burns is eight, 18 to 1. Mm. Now, some of his wins have come from a few back. I think he, he won from seven back, didn't he? Not so long back. Uh, so he's three off the pace. I wouldn't put you off him. They said yeah. you could back him each way at that price. There's still with still four each way places available. So Sam That's... Burns could be one to look at each way. So, uh, and it looks like just one final point. It looks like we're not going to get a live winner. I'm sure that tour was hoping they were going to nick a major and be able to use that in their advertising for future events. But it looks like that. I think I saw a tweet yesterday that when someone had made a bogey, 
someone had written that takes the live players to a collective 100 over par this week. If you think about yesterday, how good that was, you know, that is fantastic. You think now what live turned out. Yeah. I mean, is it is it a coincidence that all their players have, have been rubbish this week? Are they all sort of think, well, we're now set for life. The sort of motivation's just gone a little bit. I don't and know. You, you said in the preview as well, tell between the legs a little bit and mm. looking around to see how what the reaction is to them. And that must play a part, I think. I think, was it 15 players there this week? Only four made the cut and none of them are in contention. Yeah. So it um, hasn't been a, ter- a terrific marketing ploy for that uh, new tour, has it, uh, this week? But uh, going through the picks then, ahead of the final 18 holes, Will Zalatoris, 9-2 to win his first major. And he does deserve it. He has put in that apprenticeship. Sam Burns, maybe just a little bit of an outside tickle there. 18 to one four places still available each way on Sam Burns and the treble DT's treble today 8.75 to 1 and that's for Jordan Spieth to beat Patrick Cantley Gary Woodland to beat Denny McCarthy and Sam Burns to beat Rory McIlroy 8.75 to 1 get that on before 5.20 UK time when the first of those three matches gets underway DT been a pleasure as always to steer through this major with you hopefully we get an exciting final 18 holes but thank you very much for your input this week yeah thanks James it's it's been lot of fun and um thank you to my daughter for bringing me a cup of tea and breakfast in bed on father's day then you have to get up to see me <laughs> yeah no, my son's still in bed but uh, we won't <laughs> see him until the final round starts probably he's a teenager <laughs> yeah that's well, what they do that's his apprenticeship that's what teenagers do exactly and thank you dt thank you everybody out there as well for uh, watching and uh, listening throughout this uh, us open coverage we've had some very good numbers as always with the majors and it's much appreciated your uh, um, little comments on twitter and stuff it keeps us going shows that people are listening um enjoy it gamble responsibly and hopefully there's a few winning bets around the corner we'll see you again next week as we get back to normal but enjoy it today us open good luck all the other players and we'll see you again very soon indeed Cheers, everybody. Always gamble responsibly. Visit begambleaware.org for more information. Sports Social Podcast Network. Hey guys, it is Ryan. I'm not sure if you know this about me, but I'm a bit of a fun fanatic when I can. I like to work, but I like fun too. It's a thing. And now the truth is out there. I can tell you about my favorite place to have fun. Chumba Casino. They have hundreds of social casino style games to choose from with new games released each week. You can play for free anytime, anywhere. And each day brings a new chance to collect daily bonuses. So join me in the fun. Sign up now at ChumbaCasino.com. No purchase necessary. VGW group. Void prohibited by law. See terms and conditions. 18 plus.